0: One of the things I most often talk about as being a positive catalyst to peak health is inflammation and learning how to manage your pH balance in your body. Hi, fam bam, welcome to Health Hacks. Thank you so much for being here. If you like these types of videos, I love when you let me know by hitting thumbs up below. You can leave any questions or comments below. And as always, make sure that you're subscribed for more information on how to level up your reality and turn the bell notifications on too. So today I'm gonna talk about inflammation. If you're in the MOVE program, we've discussed this a lot. This is not gonna be new, but it's always great to review. If you have not checked out the MOVE program, I've had a lot of you guys ask me for more information on how to cure chronic fatigue, get your energy levels back up. You can sign up for the free MOVE challenge to see what that's about, and then if you wanna take it further, then you can look into the MOVE program. So I am gonna talk about what inflammation is first and why it's really important for us to be aware and actually care about whether or not our body is inflamed. Inflammation is the root cause of many issues within our body. It is simple things like acidity within the body which creates this fertile environment for disease disease and illness if your body is acidic your ph is off it becomes inflamed and inflammation is really just the symptom of that it can also create issues such as migraines headaches feelings of exhaustion unease discomfort you get sick easy it's hard to get better faster and even something as far as cancer and arthritis most illnesses or disease within the body has symptoms of inflammation Inflammation keeps you from sleeping well at night. It makes you sore and inflammation is not always bad but excessive inflammation obviously takes away from your well-being and your experience of life also what i noticed is a lot of you have given positive feedback on the curing your migraines or how to cope with migraines stretching routine that i did during one of the move videos i think it was called um i can't remember but it was the yoga routine that we did for easing migraine symptoms and a lot of you guys had positive reviews what i noticed was when i was on vacation and i was eating some Inflammatory foods that caused more inflammation in my body. My body wasn't used to it I stopped dropped and did this routine, but it wasn't as effective And I realized that that's a probably a good piece of information to share with you Is that if you have lots of inflammation going on a lot of the natural? uh, things or uh, Approaches that you can take when you're experiencing some of these symptoms won't seem to work So you have to nip it in the bud and actually address the inflammation from the root cause so it's obviously very important it's something that I think if you can get a handle on it will level up your life and your the way you feel in your body so much better and really for me it's a two-piece process it's it's pH which is acidity and alkalinity levels definitely rooted to inflammation and also blood sugar levels which is your energy levels your hormonal system and that is also definitely rooted to how your body responds with inflammation so those two things if you can master those those are the two things that i've really focused on that have really leveled up my health and my energy and my life so there are five basic tips i'm going to give you to dealing with inflammation The first one is so simple. It's so simple that you already know it. You have to get the proper rest, food, and hydration that your body needs. When you don't sleep, your body becomes inflamed. When you eat acid-forming foods, your body becomes inflamed. When you eat toxic foods, your body comes and in, becomes inflamed. When you mix certain foods like dairy and starches and meats, like in a hamburger or french fries with a milkshake, or like caffeine, acid, and sugar, and dairy, like in your coffee every morning, these things cause inflammation. And if you're not drinking enough water, your body's about 70 to 80% water. You're not replenishing what the cells need to not only thrive, but to be able to flush out toxins and process the way that it's supposed to. So getting proper rest, food and water is number one in everything we talk about all the hacks, I can't stress it enough. You need to take care of yourself and even though it seems like you can get away with it now, you might be in your 20s, you might be in your 30s. If you're in your 30s or 40s, think about 10 to 20 years ago, how much more vibrant and energetic you felt. Most of us feel that way, that when we were younger, we had more energy, more stamina, and then all of a sudden, we took it for granted and didn't get the proper rest, food, and hydration that we needed, and over time, This is when you start seeing its negative effects. So just because you can get away with it, don't neglect this part because you don't wanna be hurting by the time you're in your 30s, 40s, or 50s. Consume anti-inflammatory food. When you focus on two things like pH and blood sugar, it, it eliminates all the confusion about what's healthy for your body, what to eat, what not to eat. It becomes very simple because when you focus on balancing those two things, you're led right back to what we already know, fresh fruits and vegetables raw fresh fruits and vegetables alkaline things like water it feels really good to spritz a little lemon in the water that's because it's alkaline forming and other things that you can use is actual alkaline water but if you get water that's natural from the spring or volcanic water those are typically naturally alkaline i like those better it is really tough because i don't like that they put them in plastic bottles the plastic bottles leach all kinds of havoc Tons of chemicals and stuff, and it's a little bit scary. I won't, I won't lie, but. Um Alkaline water is a great way to treat it. You can get alkaline water systems like a Kangen. It's very expensive, but it's a great way to treat inflammation and it's not a supplement that you take to just eat crappy foods and have poor diet and rest and then just guzzle a bunch of alkaline water. It's not going to work the same way. So sometimes I use it when I'm sick or I've worked out really hard. I have extra soreness, certain things like that, extra stress. Then I'll add a little bit of alkaline water to my diet so that it Helps kind of combat that but you can also take things like apple cider vinegar and instead of just taking it by itself I love using apple cider vinegar as a vinegar base for things that I use in my kitchen so when I'm doing Uh, dressings for salads or anything that needs vinegar. I just replace it with apple cider vinegar and it's a great way to promote alkalinity within the body. Lastly, you can also help yourself by taking digestive enzymes. A lot of people have different thoughts on taking digestive enzymes. I have experienced them both. Does your body rely on them? Does it stop making enzymes? Based on my light research, and I encourage you to do your own, your body can be at a deficit but taking more enzymes doesn't actually make it stop producing enzymes unless you're taking more than you need so for myself it has been a really positive experience taking digestive enzymes daily but also it's a way to help your digestive system actually break down the food and digest it properly so that it's not going down and causing inflammation and it's not a use it's like not like I'm not gonna say who, but somebody I know uses it so that they can go have like a cheesecake and then they use like lactase to help them digest. That's not what it's for and that's not good for the body. So obviously what we're trying to do is help the body maintain healthy balances and we're not trying to use these things as crutches so that we can go and mistreat the body. Number four, avoid stress as much as possible. It's tough, I know. Stress is actually good for you. We need stress. But at the same time, the way we perceive stress sometimes is really devaluing to our health and our well-being and our perspective and experience of life. Stress Is something that happens when we have reached our capacity and so I'm not saying avoid stress but you need to have the proper rehabilitation and restoration following stress in order to make it a positive thing for you you can go to the gym for an hour a day or even a half an hour a day work really hard put your body under a lot of physical stress but if you don't get the rest and the food and the proper things that you need to replenish your body so that you can go out and work out the next day, it's actually gonna become really bad for your body. This is the same thing when it comes to lifestyle, when it comes to doing the normal things that we do in life, we need to make sure that we're in a balance and you also need to know where your baseline is. My baseline is actually very calm, but the things that I do is very go, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle. So I have to balance hustle with calm. For me, it get, I get really centered doing yoga and meditation, deep breathing, and really flowing with life. And that's me, and that's me knowing me. And I still do really enjoy being hyper and excited and and going in life and driving for new things, but I have to have that balance in order to maintain that energy to push forward. So make sure you know what it is that you need to de-stress or to balance out your stress, most importantly. Number five is move. You have to move the body. Nothing is gonna reset the system and get you feeling good and energetic and just produce a lot of great health benefits than moving the body. You don't have to do a massive HIIT workout every single day. I had to remind myself of this because we've been on vacation for a couple weeks, I have gotten sick, and I'm like, man, I haven't been lifting. So I went and I did a workout yesterday and I said, ah, I don't feel like getting the heavy weights out. And I thought to myself, you know what, I don't have to. I just need to move. So I spent a couple of my sets just doing some lightweight cardio, like bodyweight cardio, and just doing what sounded fun to me. And then I had music playing, and I just ended up dancing for the next 20 minutes. And that was a great way to move and get the body recalibrated and just Reestablished to moving since you know we've been sick and not really moving the way that i'm normally used to moving and so getting out there and taking the time to do that even if you're off of your fitness routine or you're not at home we did a lot of walking we did a lot of swimming we did a lot of different things to keep ourselves active when we were on vacation so if you take the time to move daily or to choose movement then that is a really positive thing that will help your body process. The way that I like to say is that your, your blood pumps a little bit more. You oxygenate your body. And so it's able to process or filter things out a little bit more effectively. Your body is working together. It's a great way to help reduce inflammation. At the same time, sometimes moving can produce inflammation. So that is why it's last on my list because you need the proper diet, food, and rest, and water to... Number four, balance the stress of your movement. So I hope you guys enjoyed this video. Inflammation is a huge, huge symptom of something being out of line and out of balance within your body. I hope that these five tips have helped you uh, be able to become aware of what is causing inflammation or how to address it. Let me know if you have any questions, comments, or anything you wanna add to this list below, and I will see you in the next video. Be good, be great, be grateful. Love you guys. Ciao.